Hey everybody, welcome to Victory Online. We're building a community online and you're a part of it. I'm so glad that you're here. And uh, if you're watching online right now, just post a thumbs up in the chat. Check it out. To be uh, the best, to have the best time and the best experience, you got to join us every Sunday morning, 9 a.m. right here. And uh, you can engage with the community and let's be a community together, especially if you are a first time visitor, it's your first time with us here at Victory. My name is Jean-Michel and I'm one of the pastors here and I am just so grateful that you clicked on to our website, came to our service and we'd love to connect with you. We pray you find a home with us here and we're about to get into the word. Come on church, today I'm excited, I'm hyped because today we're starting a brand new series. We're going to be going through the next couple of weeks and it's awesome. I get to set it up today. I get to start the journey and you cannot miss out. I'm telling you this right now. You cannot miss one sermon. You cannot miss one week. Come make sure you are part of church, whether in person or online, wherever you find yourself. Do not miss a week. I'm so excited. It's going to be great. And so to set the scene to get us going, right? Something fresh, something new. I hope you're excited. I'm excited. Check this out. I am a card-carrying certified nerd. My wife will tell you, all my friends will tell you, I am a nerd. I really am. I love fantasy and science fiction. I love superhero movies. I love that stuff. It's amazing. And I've always been that way. My favorite show growing up was Prince Valiant, right? The Knights of the Round Table and this honorable, like, knights that fight with swords and just amazing. I've always been like that. And in every... Um, every kind of superhero movie or action flick, there's this moment, come track with me, there's this moment where the main hero of the story tells his team or goes himself, whether that's Batman or Superman or the Avengers or whatever, says to everyone, you know what, go get your gear, go, go suit up, go get your armor, go get your stuff, go get ready because we're about to go into battle. Right, and it's these these moments of just like the you see this montage of just putting on armor and getting stuff ready. And my favorite of these, my very very favorite, is uh, is it's actually my favorite movie. Right, like I said, I'm a nerd. Right, that's who I am. I love this movie. It's the Lord of the Rings. It's a book. There's a couple of movies, and if you've watched it, there's the, in the second movie. There's this this moment where. All the good guys, all the, the good people, they have to go to this hidden fortress called Helm's Deep. And I, I want to tell you this story. I want to set up where we're going. So just track with me, right? They go to this place called Helm's Deep. And it's this big fortress. It's hidden in the mountains. It's got the mountains behind it and a huge wall in front of it. This wall is massive. You can't get over it. It is the safest place for them to be. But these, the good guys, they're really under attack. There isn't many of them. There's about 300 of these good guys that are, that are going into this place and they're seeking refuge in this place. And then they get word. They get word that this huge army, tens of thousands of, of troops of, of enemies are coming to wipe them off the face of the earth, right? There's 300 of these guys and they are not ready for this battle. And so they start to lose heart. Everyone gets 
get scared, they get tired, they, they're so worried, they're so fearful about the future because they cannot win this battle. There's no way they can win this battle. And so they want to give up. The main hero of the story wants to give up. You know what? There's just no way that we can actually fight. There's no way we can win this battle. And if you've watched the movies, right, there's an allied alliance, the elves, that send about 2,000. I told you, I'm a nerd. This stuff makes me excited, right? They send about 2,000 warriors just to aid them, just to help them out. And in this moment, this kind of, this aid comes to them, and it just sets something ablaze inside of these guys. You know what? We're not alone. We can, maybe, maybe there's a chance that we can actually do it. And then it comes, the montage comes. They're all putting on their armor. They're lacing up their things. They're getting their swords ready, their shields ready, their helmets, their axes, and they're gearing up for the battle. They're gearing up for the fight. And that's what our series is called. Come on, we're starting a series called Gear Up. Everybody post in the chat right now. Gear Up. That's what we're talking about. And as you may have guessed it, we're talking about the armor of God. Check this out, church. This world is relentless in its attack against the church. It's relentless, and sometimes it feels like there is no possible way that we can make it. There's no way we can fight this battle. There's no way we can win. Sometimes we get tired of the fight. Sometimes we get weary of the battle, just slogging it day in and day out. And business comes against us. Relationship comes against us. Finances come against us. Then just when we get this right, something else comes against us. This battle is constant. It's relentless. And we feel like we're not going to make it. We need to know what the armor of God is and how to gear up. So that in this fight, we can stand. Come on, church. This is, it's real. This, this world we live in, it's out to get us. It causes damage everywhere. We need to gear up so that we get into the fight. So we're going to spend some time in the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 6. I'm going to let God teach us something fresh and something new about the armor of God. And so if you've got your Bibles with you, come on, we're turning to Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10 to 13. Let's read together. It says this, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, Put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, to stand. Come on, post in the chat. Today's sermon title is Stand Your Ground. Come on, stand your ground. Let's pray as we open up this series. Father, we ask you today, that you will inspire us, that even in a world that's full of fights and battles, difficulties and challenges everywhere that we are, that, Lord, we can stand firm 
in your word, standing on the armor of God, coated, plated with the armor of God, that we might be able to stand our ground no matter what comes our way. We ask that you will open this up to us, open up our minds, and as we lay the foundation today, set us up for an amazing series, getting to know the armor of God. We ask for your presence today in Jesus' name. Amen. Church, before Paul lists every piece of the armor of God, and we're going to go through it. Over the next few weeks, we're going through each piece of the armor of God. We're going to see how it's applicable to our lives, what it does for us, how it helps us stand, what it does for us. We're going through every piece. But before Paul lays out every piece of the armor of God, he lays out why we need it, right? He lays out why. We are in a war. Church, we're in a war. It's not a game. We are in a war. And this is a war unlike any other because it's not a war with people. It's not a war against people. It's a spiritual war. It's a war against the enemy. And you know what? The enemy works through people sometimes. We need to see deeper than the surface. We need to go deeper than what people are saying to us, deeper than what we see in the natural. There is a spirit behind it, and it's coming for you, and it's coming for me. That's a reality. We can't escape it. We can't get around it. As soon as we make that choice to follow Christ, we become light in the darkness. Light shows up all over the place, and the enemy wants to take it down. Notice Paul's words, the dark, the, the dark and evil force of this dark world. They're coming. But when we put on the armor of God, we can stand. I don't know how you feel right now. I don't know how many of you are tired. I don't know how many of you are weary from a long fight. The good fight of faith feels like the attack is just never going to end. Come on. Maybe you feel this way. Maybe you've just been working so hard. You've been trying. You've been fighting for so long. And it just feels like, man, this attack is never going to end. This is why we need the armor of God. Because in these days, we have to stand our ground. Stand our ground. This set of scriptures that hold the armor of God in them are found right at the end of Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus. The rest of the book leading up to this moment, it unravels the mystery of the gospel. It unravels the mystery of the church and our place in it. I encourage you to go check it out. The gospel is laid out. The church and who we are in the church, and it's all laid out and it leads up. It all culminates in this charge that Paul gives to every believer to put on the armor of God, to gear up and to get ready for the fight. But my question today is not whether or not we are standing our ground. It's not are you standing, but what are you standing on? Come on. If you are geared up to the hilt, you got everything. You got the sword, the shield, you got the breastplate, you got everything. You're geared up, you're ready to go. But your foundation that you're standing on is shaky. You can be geared up, but you will still fall. Because what you are standing on is just as important as if you are standing. If our foundation is shaky, we will fall no matter how well geared we are. So what are you standing on today? Come on, as we open up, as we lay the foundation, before we get into the pieces of the armor of God, what are you standing on? The word talks about how there's one solid rock. 
There's one solid foundation. It starts in Genesis and it flows all the way through to Revelation. One foundation. His name is Jesus Christ. He is the only solid rock. He is the only solid foundation. And we're going to see over the next few weeks. I mean, the armor of God might not be a new topic to you. You might have learned it in Sunday school. You might have learned it over the years. You might know exactly what these scriptures say. But over the next few weeks, we're going to see that the armor of God is actually centered around the person of Jesus Christ. And that when we are to put on each part of the armor of God, we are actually putting Jesus on. Every time we put on a piece of the armor of God, we are actually gearing up in Jesus Christ, who he is. To put on the fullness of the armor of God is to put on the fullness of Jesus Christ. To walk in the life and the righteousness that he paid for. To walk in the authority and the power that is in the name of Jesus, our one and only solid foundation. Church, it is all about Jesus. Come on. And as we set the foundation today, we are setting the foundation on Jesus alone. You see, Paul didn't come up with the armor himself. He actually didn't make these things up. It wasn't something God spoke to him in that moment. If you look at the different pieces of the armor of God, and you can check this out in your own time, but they are actually, he's actually referencing Isaiah as he describes the coming messianic king. You can find this in Isaiah chapter 11, chapter 49, and chapter 59. These are all messianic prophecies from Isaiah, and Paul references them. And so these things have all already been spoken. They were all already prophesied hundreds of years before through the prophet Isaiah. He spoke about the coming Messiah, the coming king, the one who would save, the one who would fight the fight, the one who would do battle for us. That king is the Messiah. And the armor of God is taken from these prophecies, these messianic prophecies. It's all centered on the person of Jesus. He is the Messiah. He is the warrior king. He is our salvation. And the point of all of this is to show us the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Come on. The gospel of peace the gospel that says, you know what, you are made righteous by Jesus. The gospel that says healing and deliverance and freedom and provision comes through Jesus Christ to us as a free gift because of what Jesus did on the cross. That is the gospel. That is the foundation we stand on. And it is the very armor that we begin to put on. When we need to stand against the enemy, when we're weary in the fight, when so much has happened and it feels like it's never going to end, this is where we get to put on Jesus and his forgiveness and his empowerment and his boldness and his authority. It comes on us like a wave and we get to stand against the schemes of the devil, not by what we do, not by what we have, but by the authority and power of Jesus Christ that covers us. And when the enemy comes, we stand against him because we are geared up in Jesus. And we're going to explore that. 
We're going to take time over the next few weeks to understand what that means. But today, I want you to know that this is all Jesus. The armor of God is all Jesus. Check this out. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 and 25. It says, therefore, everyone who hears these words, this is Jesus speaking, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. We're going to talk about the belt of truth, shield of faith, helmet of salvation. We're going to talk about it all. But you can't put those things on unless you are standing on the right foundation. Come on, church, we've got to stand our ground. There is an enemy out there that's trying to take us down day in and day out. He is relentless in his attack. But we can stand our ground, standing on the firm foundation of Christ alone. Our ability to stand does not come from our strength. It does not come from our righteousness, our good works, or our own spiritual strength. Our ability to stand does not come from those places. It comes from one place and one place alone, Jesus Christ and his ability to fight for us. Come on, if you are hyped with me, post amen in the chat. Come on, get involved. It comes from Christ and his ability to stand and fight for us. And this is where we start today. This is how this series goes forward from the foundation of Jesus Christ. As we gear up, as we, his children, with Christ living in and through us, gear up the armor of God, which is Jesus Christ, we need to realize something very, very important. We are not the hero of the story. Come on, you and I, we gotta learn this and we gotta learn this right now because in every one of those superhero movies and every single one where that, that hero gears up and gets ready for the battle, he's the one that's riding in to go and take out the enemy. It's on his shoulders and he's gonna fight and he's gonna lay down his life if he has to for the good cause that he is fighting for. But we do not do that. We do not fight the battle ourselves. We are not the hero of the story. Jesus Christ is the hero of the story. We do not fight the battle. We simply stand and let Jesus fight for us. Come on, this is a revelation that you need to learn today because wherever your fight is, whether that's financial or relational, or maybe you're struggling with healing, wherever your battle is right now, if you're trying to swipe and cut down the enemy yourself, you have missed out on what God told us to do. He didn't tell us to swing the sword. He didn't tell us to go run out into battle. He says, gear up that you might stand your ground and let Jesus fight the battle for you. And so if you are feeling like you're in the middle of the war right now, 
It's time to gear up. Come on, if you're feeling weary in the fight, tired, the accusations are coming, the brokenness is coming, the difficulties and the challenges, they're just relentless, hitting you over and over again. Come on, it's time to gear up. It's time to put on the armor of God. The enemy is trying to get you to put your focus on you, trying to get you to put your focus on your sin, your addiction, your brokenness, your tiredness, your weariness. He's trying to take your eyes off Jesus and put it on your circumstance. But our focus needs to be in one place, on the Messiah, standing on the firm foundation of the Savior. His name is Jesus, and he's ready to cover you in his armor that you might stand and see the hand of the Lord fight the battle for you. Come on, church, this is huge. And we're gonna take our time over the next few weeks understanding how to put on the armor of God, how to put our trust and our faith in Jesus to fight this battle for us. But as we gear up, as we stand our ground, as we stand on the foundation of Jesus Christ, everything changes. And so I wanna pray. I wanna set up this series. I wanna pray for you today. If you're weary in the battle, if you're struggling, if you just feel tired, as if there's nothing more to give. My encouragement to you today is that it is not for you to fight this battle. It's not for us to go out and take it all on our shoulders. But as we stand on the foundation of the gospel of grace, the finished work of Christ, he fights our battles for us. This is our God. This is who he is. This is the gospel. It's the truth of the gospel. And today we can receive that. And so I want to pray for you. I want to pray for all of us as we are in the middle of the fight. Let's pray together. Holy Spirit, I thank you today that we can come into your presence, that we can hear your truth. Today, we choose to put on the whole armor of God. We choose to stand on the firm foundation of Jesus Christ and we choose to stand our ground. We will not run, we will not fade away, we will not cower, we will not bow, but we will stand our ground knowing that as we stand, you promise to fight the battle for us. And so I declare to every person struggling, every person who's having difficulty, every person who is weak, weary and tired in this battle, Lord God, I send strength. I ask for strength. I ask for power. I ask for an empowerment of your Holy Spirit that you would come remind us that you are on our side, that you are there with us. You will not let us fall. You will not let us fail. You are right there with us. I ask that you come remind us that you are right here and you will not let us fail because you fight the battle for us. And so come fill us with your presence again. Fill us with your hope. I pray for this in Jesus' name.